Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb. I'm here with Rick Stevenson. Hey, Rick, how's your week going so far? Good, Jason. Good. Uh, except we had snow snow last night. So well, if, if you if you know me or you text me, you'll get some uh, angry face emojis. Yeah, back. dude. It. I'm in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, and it was like 85 degrees on Sunday. And I know that in Denver, my old hometown, it, they get like they got like a foot of snow. And I was just oh. like, ah, uh, you know, thank God I'm not in Denver now. So, um, but this morning it was like 30 degrees in Birmingham. And that's very cold out here at this time of year. So my, uh, my cold plunge in the ice barrel was very cold this morning. But you know, the difference between plunging in cold weather and warm weather, there's no difference. It's me. cold. It doesn't oh, okay. matter. It really doesn't say, even matter. Even, even, even if you walk out, and it's air temperatures 35 degrees you know yeah. it's cold it's but yeah. the feeling on the on the skin as soon as you get into the water it's just as bad it's just as bad oh. it's just as bad the only challenge the, the night if it's 80 degrees out and you get out of the ice barrel and you stand in the sun for like five minutes you're warm that's again fantastic but when, yeah, when you get out of and it's 30 degrees out you got to go inside you got to get some clothes on and it took me about an hour to get truly back to room temperature again room i don't know room temperature yeah, like feeling feeling out. in your feet back yeah 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 but i'm doing it i'll we, do it every uh, day it, it's that good i haven't done it lately i know i know you're dedicated uh, <laughs> now if we're i didn't have, have one at home life. i wouldn't do it if i didn't have one i wouldn't do it every day well, it's just you know yeah. it's 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 a, it's a habit and i have i'm lucky to have one correct i mean you know? uh, we're very fortunate to have them at the gym however you have to go with towel and you have to just you know think about okay come out i better have a change of clothes real quick especially this time of year in summer you can you can get by it's no big deal now but now but, it takes a little bit of foresight a little bit of planning yes because yeah you'll be free but we're gonna we're reorienting some things at the gym so there'll be a new setup there'll be no excuse again i'll just throw a bunch of towels <laughs> in the car just keep them in there and just go it'll be 20 degrees in cleveland in january and i'll still get in you know i i was working so i, I work with blokes which is like a, a company that um, does like blood testing and then they help you improve your, your blood markers with supplements. Um, right. And uh, one of the things, so what, what I have to be careful of, and like you would too, any of us competitive CrossFitters, is we can't take supplements that are banned. So we have to be very, very crystal clear about that. So we're going to always try to be figuring out what supplements we can take or what ways we can improve our blood markers. So I was talking to one of their doctors one day and he said that, I, I think it was a testosterone boost, I think. Um, but now I have to go back and take a look at my notes. But if you do something like a cold plunge and then immediately uh, elevate your heart rate by like doing like five or 10 minutes on the rower or on a bike or something like that, that that is a, mm -hmm. that has a significant improvement. And I want to say the biomarker was testosterone and, uh, but it's natural. It's natural. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, yeah. It's just so natural. It doesn't work for me to do that really like in the RV because I would have to get out the a bike. I'd have to get something out of the RV into the elements. And I'm not doing like I have plenty of stuff to do in the morning, like to get up, jump in the ice barrel and then get out the echo bike from the tent. I have it in to protect it from the elements, get that out, do the echo bike. It's just too much. But when I have a <laughs> at some point here, yes, um, and I'll talk about that in the Put future. Right next to it, I will. Ha yeah, I'll have something right next to it, and we'll yeah. test that. And um, 
we'll see. So more research and more testing to be done. But that's something that, it, that you could do at the gym if they rearrange that. Because I know you go mm-hmm. at the crack of dawn, you go, oh, yeah, get the wake up call and init- immediately start your warm up. And you're you could you could who knows what could happen with the amount of testosterone just jamming through your Correct. system. You could be 30 years old I, in no time. I, I think I tried on a Saturday. How about that? On a Saturday morning. When <laughs> yeah, I it's, a, it's a good <laughs> test. Yeah, test it out on a- Today was a perfect example how short on time I was. The last right. thing I would ever have time to add, to add is an ice barrel dry off. Or there's a lot of members that will uh, jump in the sauna immediately oh, yeah. after. Um, I, oh. I just, but you know, to have a good sauna session, you know, 15, 20 yeah. minutes, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't have 15, 20 minutes at the end of it. I'm still sweating, yep. jacket on, out the door, car, boom. Well, we'll that's we will talk about that. Actually, that's that brings us up to the topic of the day, which we'll preview right now. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about some news and kind of what happened over the weekend first. But uh, our conversation today is about working nine to five or having a full time job and being a CrossFitter, which ties in nicely to what you just said. Like you I know you get up most days and train before work. You don't have mm-hmm. that extra liberty, that extra time, uh, because you got to get you got to get to a job. Whether yeah, you're working okay. from yeah. home or you're working in the office, like you you've got to get right. that done. So we'll talk about that. But before that, uh, biggest news. What do we got, Rick? Kick it off. Well, uh, I felt like the entire last week since we last talked talked was uh, dominated with the uh, the Rogue Invitational, and yep. I mean it had you know the only legends or masters anywhere in sight were were you know some of the OGs. Specifically, like Annie, yeah, good to see her out there so on the floor and Rich her. and the rest. But uh, it was truly an elite-focused weekend. Um, I, your thoughts too? I really enjoyed it. The small field was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. It was like games on uh, games concentrated. Just just twenty of the athletes that you really wanted to see battling. You know, nineteen in the men's case after um, Koski. Uh, withdrew just battling event after event and uh, here your thoughts but it was nice to see them in a 20 person field how we've talked forever about 10 10 in a master's field versus 20 in a master's field here are the elites dealing with the same numbers and scoring issues that we might have only 20 people and you take a 13th like uh velner did on the first event whoa hey you know what that's You've got some ground to make up. That you take too many of those finishes from eleven to twentieth, uh, yeah. starts to you just run out of events and you run out of points. That's a good point. They, it is a nice example of what can happen and how much more fun a competition with more in the field is. Um, so yeah, twenty is what we've you know in the past had at, at the games um, multiple times. I've had a field of twenty, a few times a field of ten. Um, twenty is so much better. You just have those outliers. You can't mm-hmm. have a bad event. Uh, I think about you know. Uh, Kretikoff, you know, I, I thought in my mind, he was the favorite. I was like, you know, he's just going to come and just blow blow this one away. And he did do wet, really well on some of the events, but mm-hmm. a couple of events oh, yeah. that were really tough. And when you have a, an event out of the top 10, like Vellner, like you said, you really you really get stuck. In fact, um, I, I thought it was interesting. The most interesting thing that I was watching, particularly on day one, maybe going into day two, was obviously the weather. The weather was a huge factor this week. And we could talk about how that affected a lot of mm-hmm. things, like from changing the events um, and the times. And, you know, it, it, it creates some chaos on the field. There's nothing wrong with chaos oh, in a yeah. CrossFit event. That's fine. But I also think That's about par for the course. events, the, the events on the first day uh, were really brutal on the athletes' hands. 
Um, mm-hmm. They did not first day. I'm sorry. The first day was the uh, the sandbag carry. Texas, so just to, Texas, uh, yeah, Texas heavy. Not to gloss over that event. They carried really heavy weights for a mile, and then an 800 yeah. at a moderate weight, and then a mile uh, with free weights. That was yep. truly insane. What were the weights? It was a one mile ruck with 100 for the men and 80 for the women. Um, the 800 meter run or the 800 meter ruck, I should say, was a 45 and a 30. And then your unweighted mile. And then the sled bag drag, sled bag pull to the finish was 125 and 100. Yeah. So, yes. I, a hundred pound rock is not so gross. Ooh, um, I mean that, that, that honestly, I need to go back and watch more of that one. Actually that kept, because that was Thursday. I was, I yeah. just had a lot going on. It was fun to watch that, that one. one. That was, it, I was excited to kick it off. So, you know, you're just watching a run. Mm-hmm. There's, it wasn't the most exciting event, but it was fun to watch. Um, but I think about our ruck run at the games in 2019, where we did, uh, 6k, uh, with four 1500 meter segments with increasing weight in our ruck. We started with 20, right. then 30, then 40, then 50. And you know, 50 pound ruck, it changes your gait enough, uh, that it mm-hmm. just makes you ridiculously sore, uh, the next day. Cause you're, you're using your quads, unless you do a lot of rucking, you use your quads so much in a ruck run. It's it, it, that we were all just limping for days after that ruck run. So it's curious to think about how that heavy of a sandbag or a ruck would have affected the athletes the remainder of the weekend but the other thing oh, go done, ahead. done event done the first event on purpose yeah yeah of course to, to loosen them up a little loosen bit. them up Absolutely. and like hey just hey bury your legs just bury them yeah then we go on to day two they've got the the fat log bar muscle ups and back squats um which is a which is a yep. really satisfying event very heavy back squats i think it was 475 375 for yeah, men three, 375 and 260 for yep. the women Those- so those are heavy. decent numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't do that. Five, <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, uh, three, three sets of five mm-hmm. back spots at that, at that weight. Yeah. After your 20, um, your 20 log muscle ups, your set of 15 log muscle ups, and then your set of 10. For the yeah. Men. And the, the log muscle ups. So some people wore grips, some people didn't wear grips, but it does. It's very taxing. It's super taxing on your hands. And I know that the women, they did a lot of singles men did, um, men. I think most men held it to multiple reps at a time, but, Mm-hmm. from that then it's raining you know now there's a little more weather and they go into the cage match um workout um which was the next workout i don't remember what the other right. movements were but but they but did they they did have to do the traverse across was, the cage yeah it was uh it was uh the circus was the name yeah. of it uh 40 calorie ski yeah um 40 32 uh, five single arm strongman dumbbell shoulder to overheads, and that had that circus. That oh, it was awesome uh, looking. Rogue yeah. circus dumbbell. Yeah, but it was a hundred and yeah. hundred and seventy. Hundred for the men, seventy for the women, and then the cage down and back. And I believe there were three rounds of that. Three rounds of that. If I'm not mistaken, there were so many athletes with that much work on their hands that day, and with the rain, the moisture. I mean. Correct. They they were bloody hands all over the field. And that's day two. They've got two more days of competition with just shredded hands. And there's nothing at the Rogue Invitational that doesn't use your hands to the fullest extent. I'm mean, I just thinking like the next think, day they did 8,000 snatches. They, I mean, just everything correct. was so taxing. I think they really, some, some of those guys, you you saw the, the damage to the hands. And that really impacted how they, um, how they performed the rest of the weekend. Huge. And not not to jump ahead too much. 
much, but to the deadlift, oh, it was it was evident. Yeah, all right, I'll say it. it was evident on the last lift. You wanted Vellner to get it. Yep. But as it slipped to his fingertips, and then what did he do? As soon as he dropped the bar, he looked at his hands. Yes. He could just tell, like you know, and everybody had every kind of wrapping and tape <laughs> totally. design and job going <laughs> yeah. left and right. I mean, I think so. It was. I, I think the muscle ups, yeah. the ring muscle ups, the next day oh. added to it. I mean, it was it was forty ring muscle ups, and each round had twelve uh, moderate snatches, or lightweight right. barbell snatches. Lightweight again. for them. Yeah. Ouch! Ouch! So yeah. much pain. And I dogs dogs upset there. Yeah, nothing, nothing new. Um, I it's it's a shame because maybe the deadlift ladder might have been different for a few people. Yeah. If they had had um, better conditioned hands, right. but I can't remember too many higher level events with the elites like this that their hands were as impacted. It seems like we've gotten away from that, and I know they talk yeah. about it on the broadcast. Yeah. Like hand care is better, the grip conditions are better. Yep. You just know how to do it, and your hands are used to volume. But for some reason, this weekend got a lot. And of them. when when something's wet, I think that was the the trick is that the the cage match the the cage i don't know how many bars they had to traverse but they were wet yeah, and if you get your hands wet and your grips wet wet um i know that i know that in training um in colorado it's super dry so i for years i trained in colorado and with grips i would never rip it just just isn't a thing because mm -hmm. you know whatever and then as i started to travel in the rv and found myself in more humid climates um i had to really pay attention to my my hand care um like if i had I could do days where I would just have pull-ups and toes a bar, the next day bar muscle-ups, the next day ring muscle-ups, and it's no big deal unless I'm in a right. more humid climate. And then I'm literally starting to scale my workouts so that I don't tear my hands so that I can train the next day. Mm -hmm. um, Texas, <laughs> this spring, was where I felt it the most, where I, I just had no idea that my body could get so sweaty. Um, but anyway, so I, I think that's what it was. I think that you know the, the moisture, the humidity, yeah. the rain, all of that uh, really put their hands in a position to be just to, to just to get shredded and i don't i don't think it's any of their fault whether they wore grips or didn't wear grips everyone was tearing up um and then that does very much i think affect uh th their ability to perform at the highest level throughout the weekend um right. i think their brain does shut out certain things they just don't feel it but you've got some grip intensive workouts in there where the grip actually is a factor go ahead one one where they i think they were saved from that just keeping on the grip theme here was because of the weather they changed uh the duel yeah uh where it was you know, over i mean yeah over under over a log those those fun logs that, yeah uh, yeah we've done that once uh, yeah. I, I liked i i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed it um the the fun logs but then it was a sprint to the three sandbags yeah. put them in the the rogue carrier and then across the finish line the the, the rope climb was supposed to be in between the logs and the sandbags they right. took that out yeah that would have been even more taxing. And Absolutely. I think it would have changed, obviously it would have changed the speed of the event. They were getting done in 20 seconds for the men and 25 seconds for the women or something like that. It, was, it would have been 45 seconds or something or 30 or something for... Yeah. Adding yeah, I don't absolutely. know if we're supposed to be legless. I don't know if you know or I don't remember. I don't just, remember. Just, yeah, but yeah, just taking that out saved their hands. Saved their, hands. Been, so their hands would have been hugely affected, and it did save their hands because then once they get to the last event, the last event is all barbell again, barbell and double unders, which again mm -hmm. just yep. brutal on your hands. Um, and the fact that they did have to make that change on that event and not have a rope climb that that affects a leaderboard as well because it's similar to the oh, games sure. in twenty twenty one where there was lots of rain and there was a was it 2022? Oh, yeah, the alpaca. No, it was 2022. Was it was alpaca. They so took the uh, legless out. The legless out because it rained. And that affects 
may, you know, huge amounts when you're dealing with, with a large group, um, it takes, it, it favors the larger athletes, um, and the, and the sprinters, but right. you, not you take out that gymnastics not piece. Yeah. Yeah. Not having it. Yeah. And it, it and is look, what it is. And but, who's for the ladies, Dan, uh, Danielle Spiegel, Danny Spiegel was in the finals. Yes. She won. And yeah, she there went, was she talk won. on a cup. Um, she did. She won that event right here. Yeah. I think she won. Yeah, that event. that's right. And so it has been said, I read a couple of the write or the recaps of it. If you throw that rope climb in there, she might've done well, but they don't think she would have won that event. Right. So again, you, honestly, those are things you can't control. I you mean, can't it control it. And if she, it, I mean, if she doesn't, I mean, Andrew Hiller made this point. I think it was a fair point that if the rope is there on just that event, the leaderboard gets shaken up enough that Tia mm-hmm. doesn't lose to Horvath by 10 points. There's, you know, right. it, it just, it shakes out. And now maybe it would have been a different battle, um, you know, but it, 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 the ball bounced in that direction. Um, you know, congrats to Laura Horvath uh, and don't ever want to take anything away from from her efforts she is a she is she is a dominant athlete an incredible athlete uh, and then at the same time so is tia she's tia is a relentless fighter i think she actually ran into right. her limitations being five months after giving birth you saw tia find Crazy. find a find a red line a find find a wall um Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. was just like we're not used to seeing that in Tia, but I was like, she is just so amazing to go out there and give it all she's got, and and then find her limit, her own physical limitations. Like her brain was willing to die, but her body was like, hey, we're not ready, not <laughs> just ready yet, not quite there yet. Those two still can go head to head next year. Oh, it's gonna be great. And uh, it's gonna be so so entertaining. And if big if Mal O'Brien comes back, my I mean, my that'll bet. be just. My bet is she's not. Wow. That's my bet. Coming just back. just okay. following yeah, I, following her new life on, I, gosh, I hate to say this, <laughs> but following mm-hmm. her new life on TikTok, maybe on Instagram as well. I don't okay. I don't think she's coming back this. I don't see okay. that she would be coming back this, this year. year. I see someone who is who's um really exploring growth as a human being. That's just what I see. This is mm-hmm. totally speculative. I'm by no means a Mal O'Brien expert. I just happened to see mm-hmm. her. Okay. her and, yeah. uh, and so I just dug in. I was like, hey, what is she up? to be uh you know she's exploring recipes and and friendships and um uh yoga and, and all this but i know she's working out but i don't think she's games training i don't think but oh we'll see. yeah i i think there'd be some of that that would end up being on social media it would leak out yeah they could control but speaking back to the women yeah going into that last event that's the type of race that you wanted oh, to see the time. because they Winner were take laura all. and tia were tied and then uh just because i'm cheating on the leaderboard over here yeah. emma and Gabby Magala were tied for third. Yeah. So it was, you know, Emma taking second in that final event moved her into the onto the podium. Yeah. And Laura beating Tia uh, and Emma on that event, winning uh, moved her on uh, moved her into first by only ten points. So to have them tied for first going in the last event and third place tied, that's yeah in a very intimate under the (laughs) so intimate setting in a ballpark. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they, I, I love, I love watching Rogue run an event like that because they, they, they run this event so well. The coverage is, yeah. is great. They've got the, they've got counts up or the reps going on there. They've got the leaderboard running across the bottom, like a ticker, you know, updated leaderboard standings. Um, you know, yeah. they, can, can we talk about the coverage for a second? It was, how much did that all cost? That right. was full on the Iron Game or Iron Show, yep. that, that pre-show, and yep. then all of the coverage, and plus the, a wrap-up show. And the, the ability the to upgrade. Stuff. If you wanted to pay, you could get oh, more. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I would have paid 
I would have paid to watch the whole weekend. I would not have been upset to pay twenty five dollars mm-hmm. to watch the whole thing. Hey, Rogue, just an FYI, you don't. Ha- it doesn't have yeah. to be free. You can charge us whatever. Just, just do that again. Have yeah, that level I tell of coverage you what, again. A nominal amount like that, you yeah. still have a lot of people that because you you would have had three days Friday Saturday so, uh, three plus. Thursday, if Thursday would have been included. I mean, three plus days of coverage, that's a good deal. Here's a, a really good deal. Here's an idea for the world. I just, just thought of this because they're all listening to us right now. You know, we, this is the first time we're oh, yeah. live oh, video. Yeah. If, if, the, if our <laughs> listeners, if you want to watch us, jump onto YouTube. Uh, we share this as a, we're sharing it for the first time as a, a video feed uh, on YouTube this time for the podcast. Uh, it's not professional, so don't get your hopes up. It's just two guys talking. Oh. But, uh, so I love poker. Okay, it's everyone knows I love poker. I love watching poker. I really enjoy playing poker. I am not a world championship poker player. I will tell you that. Um, I'm good at CrossFit, but I'm not good at I'm not good enough at poker to do anything significant. But there is a poker app or poker channel. It's called Poker Go. Is that what it's called? Poker Go. And you pay ninety nine dollars a year for a subscription, and it has every poker event coverage all on this okay. one uh, again it's an app or you know i watch on the apple tv so it, it's a website you could watch that too so poker right. players that are listening you could watch old episodes of high stakes poker like going all the way back to 2007 like those are the classic high stakes poker episodes they're so good they've got new high stakes poker they've got the world series of poker they have every poker tournament um that is streamed anywhere all in this app you could watch it uh live streaming you can watch you know back episodes all of that. Wow. How cool would it be if there was some sort of, I mean, Rogue should just do this, some sort of uh, <laughs> coverage app? Because how many times do you like, well, I know that for me, when I trained in my garage, I had a TV in my garage. And when I'm training, if I'm not listening to a podcast, I just, I would have turned on the CrossFit games. So I got to go to YouTube. I got to find yeah, something so, yeah, and so. just turn it on and have the yep. games running. But wouldn't it be fun to like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know. I want to watch the French Throwdown. Okay, I don't know anything about the French sure. Throwdown, but I want to watch that or whatever the correct things are and have all of that in one unified streaming app. I mean, Rick, <laughs> I say let's get some investment. If anybody wants to invest <laughs> in this, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> yes, I, I'm only laughing because as good of friends as you and I are, here's the difference between the two of us. Okay, I've got baseball in the background. It's yep. World Series. Okay, I'm, I'm a baseball, football, basketball, golf, obviously CrossFit nut. I'll watch anything. But what is more distressing to me is when I reach over for the remote, turn on ESPN, or I'm looking for a football game at ESPN2, and I get a World Series of Poker event, oh. and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> come on. Get this off the No, it's TV. a good stuff. <laughs> I don't, I yeah, exactly. lock it in. We're not, if, be, I, if I, if I stop there, I'm watching it. That's it. <laughs> right. You'd see it and go, oh, look what I found. And I'll be like, ah, and I'm channel surfing again. <laughs> yeah. The football game somewhere around here. I, can, like name, I yeah. can name as many of the poker legends as CrossFit legends, but I cannot tell you one baseball player's name who currently plays right now. Not one, not one. <laughs> okay. There was uh, the most I've probably ever watched is uh, in Casino Royale. The James oh Bond God, movie. it's that's the that, poker that's players a, listening just I threw know. up in their mouth a little bit. <laughs> that's it okay. is the worst replica or that's the worst demonstration of poker ever. Rounders, that's, rounders. If you want to watch rounders, is, that's fine. But uh, OK, all right. That's fair. Good. Heavens. That is OK. That would that is certainly the most I've watched. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, no, I'm. I'm searching. Maybe it's on Fox or something. <laughs> the World Series of Poker, whatever that is. No, it's on ESPN. It it's dominates. A, yeah. 
It's not ESPN. It used to it be. It dominates for a yeah. couple of weeks' it does. time. Yep. Wherever, whatever part of the season it is, I'm like, it, is. it conflicts with something that I want to watch. Dude, out there. There's so. some, there's some big advertisers there. They they make some big dollars there uh, because poker players are ridiculous. Back to mm-hmm. CrossFit, the men's yes. side. Yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the men's side. I yeah. thought. Uh, I mean, I thought it was switch a, back. a fantastic race. You've got Adler uh, up there the, the entire time, proving that he is continuing to be a very fit human being you know he was part of the five in the the crossfit games in 2020 that's when he got on my radar and since then he has performed exceptionally well um so i think he's just right in my mind he's hard a hard to beat guy kretikoff i I was like kretikoff's gonna win this thing he was okay uh he had a couple of bad events um patrick vellner right quietly snuck himself back up yes after you know not not crushing the first event and that's just kind of his mo like hey Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna take it easy on this first running event i'm not looking to win this i'm just gonna like you know i'm annoyed that they're even having us run i think felner thinks Mm -hmm. then he goes home has a couple of beers comes back the next day and just starts crushing it um amazing what that guy i'm waiting for his recaps right i love his recaps i love his recaps in the hotel room after i haven't seen him if he's released look he's either in his hotel room he's in his hotel room or he's in his like baby's room like on a camera that's facing (laughs) up towards him it's it's the most unprofessional it's awesome entertaining it is so good yeah but he he complains about how the day went. Yes. Talks about, but he has a great attitude and yep. he's like, look, you know what? It's over. Yep. I'm going to eat. Going to go to bed. Come up with our plan for tomorrow. Yeah. Go execute. His his middle events from event two through event six, the deadlift ladder, were second, third, fourth, third, third. That'll do it. That's what won it for every him. time. That'll do it because oh, there's so much to say on him. He's he is was in a position I'm not familiar with that you are having a big lead going into into the final days of that or the final uh, the final day of competition yes and how he managed that he even spoke about it on the um uh one of the interviews at the end was all i had to do sunday was just not blow up keep an eye on who was around me yeah. and manage from there because his last three events i didn't realize he finished ninth tenth tenth Ooh, so scary he, he had a he, 90 he, point, he made it yeah he had a 90 point lead and he needed yeah. almost all 90 of them because he only beat uh jeff by 20 yeah he was uh, it, apparently it, it came down a little closer he was nine seconds from not winning on that last event um i think it's when it came down to it because the last event okay. had been pretty close so he just needed one or two guys to beat him and the last event was really i think he was nine seconds i think wow. that's why but he Whoa. and he even he even failed one of the reps on the clean and jerk yes just which like is, he did just last, like last year. year he just pulled same, a straight up weight, as he said too um, 225 oh gosh now um so but well, I was going to say credit, yeah. credit cough yep. coming back after his broken foot. I know this. this he did quickly. it in August. Yep. Yeah. And he very representative third finished on the podium. And what did it for him was that second place in the last event. Yes. Um, yep. passed, let him leapfrog Fikowski. And what cost him, he, there was the, the ring muscle up, handstand push up uh, workout. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the third element was. Um, I think they just ran up and down the hill. I can't remember. No, no, the snatch. It was snatch. Muscle up, handstand, push up, snatch. snatch yeah. Which I thought he would just destroy because, I mean, he's just, he's so strong. But uh turns out that it, he was he was very gassed on that event. He was crouched over. There's can you think that was a conditioning thing? That was just a, a byproduct of being off or having to reduce what you were doing. It's a for good so question. Long with the I healing. 
I uh, I, I don't know. I, I actually sent a text to um, uh, his Krennikov's training partner is, a, is a, a, a friend that I know. And I sent a message over to him saying, man, is everything OK with Roman? Like, is he sick? Is there something wrong? And uh, mm-hmm. his training partner said his hands were really torn up. I just don't uh, that, that couldn't have been what slows him down on handstand pushups, you know, um, maybe it slowed down the whole event, but he was really gassed. So I think what I think you're mm-hmm. probably right. This was a this was a long event. Ten rounds of that uh, really taxes everything. Um, so maybe he was, he just got a little wind and maybe there's a little conditioning piece there missing, but it exposed him and he didn't, it wasn't, he didn't do terrible on the event, but he, I don't think he was even top 10 on. No, on he took, fi- he took 15th on Yeah. That, that was it. his lowest finish of the weekend. I mean, he yeah. wins. He, he had wins. some home, if he's he eighth had in some that, home he runs. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Home runs, but he also, you know, had three finishes, um, uh, above 10th. So Ten, he had a 13th, yeah. a 14th and a 15th. So, but Fakowski, another solid week, yep. um, Travis Mayer returned from injury uh jason hopper redeemed himself i think rather well from not having the best uh yeah uh, results in the games and, yep. and being falling victim to one of the cuts yep. um down pepper is consistent uh noah olsen looked like he was on a victory tour <laughs> i know he's just having you know, fun the 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 guys having just, so he was fun. having fun um uh yellow hosta from who really burst out of the scene could yeah. have arguably been rookie of the year at the games showed up and took a what was it a 11th place handled himself Yep. well um and bkg i just I, i'm a big bkg fan but of you can tell his back wasn't right i mean right first one to bow out on that also uh, i did chandler not, uh, chandler chandler oh, go yeah. chandler yeah. did chandler things uh bkg i was gonna we say we all want to be like chandler he <laughs> bkg never gets any screen time man that guy he just no, i know all he's of a sudden ghost. he ends up across the line and like ah, oh, bkg's across the line he's even competing mm-hmm. Didn't even see him today. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But man, he's so consistent. I, I, He'll I always be at the top. Yeah. I just think it was uh, overall, you know, there were some good stories of some some younger guys getting some good ex- uh, experience. The the yeah. one, one of the, the probably the least known who made it through qualifier, get that Garrett Clark. You know, he had some tough finishes, but that, as they kept saying on the broadcast, that was his first large competition like yep. that against the best of the best. Yep. You can only take and grow from that. That's true. So, and I will say, as a uh, as a segue from that, uh, just next week uh, to our listeners, next week we're going to have a guest mm-hmm. on, and it is her first time qualifying for a large major uh, competition like Legends, the Legends Championship. So, if you or you know somebody that is doing Legends for the first time or a large competition for the first time, we're going to have a guest on who's going to share kind of her thoughts and feelings about this is the first time going to a large competition where you, you pack your bags, you take a flight, you're, you're staying in an Airbnb and you're competing for four days in person. That is a, it's a big step. So I think it's a big, fun, it's a big undertaking. Fun content for next week. I got a question for you though, Excellent. Rick. Um, yeah. Now that you've looked at the workouts, uh, if you could choose one workout to fit sure. into your training this week, what would you like to test? Uh, unrealistic because I'd never be able to get it done is, would be the killer cage. I, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, the circus, I just would, I would love that. But if, if I had to fit one in like this weekend coming up, uh, but, um, I will say again, uh, the duel can't be done. Probably. You don't want me deadlifting for a one rep max. Let's go with 10th inning. 10th inning. I would, I would suffer through that, but I, the, the ring muscle ups and the handstand push ups, yes, but I think 120 snatches. Uh, I would, if they, you, you would almost have to scale the weight to 
make it age group appropriate. Agreed. So if they were getting 95, it was meant to be fast. You could tell with the cycle speed and cycle time, even breaking them up multiple uh, times per set, uh, we'd have to do something a little lighter weight because they would want the same stimulus, maybe 75 or something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, I think that would be that would be a fun one. I, I like that. I agree. I, I think that would be a, fun, a very fun one. And I agree that the weight would be 75, 85, 80, even um, something in that range. Uh, I would like to try the last event uh, with the double unders and the power oh. cleans, double unders and squat cleans, double unders and clean and jerk. The cleanup. The cleanup. Yes. They did. The men did that at 225, women 155. Uh, at the same time, I'd like to scale that. I know that was actually lighter than what they had originally prescribed for that event. Uh, oh, I But since know they that. moved it in, you know, uh, they, they made a slight change. I would I think that would be a good event for us to scale in order to stay in that under five minute time frame, under four minute time frame, even maybe under five. We'll call it under five at 205. I think yeah. 205 yeah. would be a fair uh, where it's the weight that you'd want to go touch and go but you wouldn't because that would be a disaster, you know, like, correct. And they didn't, they didn't. Yeah. Nope. And it was, uh, no. boy, they looked beat up at the end of that. Like you find failure. Tia found failure, like Vellner found failure. And I, I love events where, man, if you touch that gas, if you hit that gas too much, you could clean, that guy could, can clean a jerk 225 all day, except there because the, the fatigue just build ups their quads, their legs were mm -hmm. so dead. Uh, so I love an event like that. Um, I mean, actually, I, I don't. I don't ever want to actually really see an event like that because it's so painful. But uh, no, no, but, no, no, no. Well, you and everybody else next to you would have to be going through the same. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, let's let's get uh, some people together and let's do what? the cleanup. Uh, maybe Big Cat. Uh, Big Cat, because that was the one right before. That was the very high box jumps. Oh man! If you had the right boxes, the yeah. 40, 42, 36 inch box jumps. Yeah. But then just a just a fifty foot handstand walk, a run, a fifty foot handstand walk, and again, here's another competition. I did want to make this note. They allowed them to start the handstand walk over, with their hands over. Yeah, the that line. was funny. That's peculiar. It was you know you run up to the line and you just like the old old way we used to all do it. You just run up to the line and you just launch yourself. Yeah. And you're three feet in with your first step, but that was five rounds, I think. It was uh, five rounds. That's a lot of handstand. It really is. It's five hundred feet. You you could do it. There. I don't know. Five hundred. I like gonna, it. Yeah, I'm I pull the handstand walking. Card. That's a lot. That would be a good handstand walk workout for me. Uh, a forty-two inch box jump is pushing it. Uh, that's that's mm -hmm. max box jumps mm -hmm. for me. Uh, I've done I've done quite a few forty-inch box jumps, and every one of those I'm risking my life. Um, but thankfully they're padded. You yeah, know, they, but yeah, they had the padded. We don't have anything like that, so I would not be able to replicate that without not, killing a shit. No, not like even going to gamble on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, only you only do that the smart way. Uh, okay, so that yeah, right, right. That was fun. Yes. What a fun Good. weekend! It's all on YouTube. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, it's it's all on YouTube, and um, and they've even got them all segmented out so you can watch each individual event uh, out there. Mm -hmm. And yep. uh, it's it's great. It's great to pump up those views and and give Rogue that support because it's such a fun event. And boy. I would love to see, um, I wish they could, it doesn't make sense. I know what they're trying, they're keeping this a very intimate event, but man, wouldn't that be fun to do a master's mm -hmm. event out there just because Rogue runs such an amazing oh, event. Yes. And we would. Yes, absolutely. We would buy it. Um, and I think we've talked about this in the past. Uh, there's a lot of uh, fans out there like us. You just need your fix every couple of months. Yeah. And to have this higher level, uh, very concentrated competition, men and women, just strictly CrossFit, yeah. well run and well done. Yep. Uh, you need this because Dubai will be interesting. Uh, it's just going to be a field that most of 
us are not as familiar with the yep. uh, the invites. Yeah. And then you're into Wadapalooza. Right. So yep. this is this. We were looking forward to Rogue, and we were even with the delays, to change events, and all. Um, oh man, not disappointed. I I'm not and I'm not watching any of it live. I'm watching all of it, re-catching up at the end of the day. I can fast forward and and zip forward. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to stay off of social media and I failed. I knew who won before I saw it. And that, you know, (laughs) I did my best. I tried as hard as I could. That's all right. But uh, I was, I was busy um, making content with fit to serve and then playing pickleball on Sunday. And then uh, I glanced at my phone and sure enough, I knew who won. Okay. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Well, let's take, let's take yes. just, we, I don't think this is a long discussion. We, we, I think that was really fun bantering no. about that, but what, what I wanted to talk about, or what I texted you about earlier today, like, Hey, let's chat about this really quick because I think it relates to, Oh gosh, 90% of the people that listen to this podcast that have a, a, number. a nine to five yeah. job or a full-time job. And, um, and, and also trained at a high level. And I, you know, I just wanted to ask, ask you, you know, as, as someone who, someone who does that, like, first of all, uh, tell right. us about your schedule. What, how do you do this? Uh, you, you know, wh- how many hours a week do you work? And then how many hours a week do you train? What does your daily schedule look like? I'm just curious about that. Yeah, no, it, sure. It's, it's, uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, it is not nearer the volume that you are at. Mm. Uh, it just, schedule just doesn't allow that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it is, it is a full-time job. So with, with pretty regular hours. So that's what doesn't give me some flexibility. Uh, you need to be, I need to be in the gym in the morning. Um, if I'm in the office, there is no gym available until I would get home. And depending on where I'm at in the competition season, then you just need to get back and you need to do whatever part B is or session two or conditioning piece or something like that. Um, if I'm working from home, I'm able to go get a second piece in at lunch if need be, which is great. Uh, but there's a lot of rushing back and forth. That's a, a more normal schedule. But what, what impresses me sometimes is the people, some of the people at our gym that are, have, uh, you know, maybe work at a hospital and have those odd hours. I know they're in the middle of the day one time or they're, they're hours before we even get there in the morning. They're there at, you know, 4 a.m. or something like that. It's, it's, it's nuts because of their schedule. You know, we only hear about it after the fact. Oh, so-and-so was in, in and trained and done and here are their results, that kind of thing. So that's where when you have a more unpredictable work schedule, I think it can be taxing on a training training now, cycle do you train uh, do you train on saturday and sunday and take two days off during the week work week or uh, I'll, I'll tell you it again depending on where you're at like with legends coming up um it's still has been important to try to get as much volume in that i can given how i feel yeah. and so the answer to that is yes because I have more time on the weekend and I will then dial it back. Today was a lighter day. Tomorrow will be a swimming day. That's a Thursday Mm -hmm. for those when you get this. Tomorrow's a swimming day again, because when I have access to go into a um, high school pool now, and and they only have an hour here, an hour there for open swim. But then like this past weekend, Saturday was two sessions and Sunday was a longer session. And I just, it just works out. I'm not looking at my watch racing against the clock going, all right, I got to get home, shower, get in the car, fight traffic and get in the office, yep. which a lot of people, or if you have a job that's sales and you're on the road a lot, you got to get in the car, get going yep. or be in front of a call. So yes, I have over the years tried to work with my coach as much as possible and said, put more on me on the weekend. Let me have some heavier days then and I'll subtract and recover or rest 
a little bit more on the Monday through Fridays, the the stickiest, heaviest days that just don't work schedule wise. Now, I know that you and I don't know why just this turned into me interviewing you about this, but it's been these have just been the things I've been mm-hmm. curious about. So you know, I know that you've got, uh, you know, a, a couple of your 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 kids are in college. Uh, one is home. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you went right. to the games and, and when when I first met you, you were already a competitive uh, athlete in 2020 is mm-hmm. when we met and you've been competing at a, at a pretty high level even prior to that. So you had teen, but you had all teenagers at home at one point and were still competing Correct. at the highest level. So I think that you have this exponential like you're not an empty nester that can just, you know, work and train and that's all you do. You've got the other things to balance out as well. So does how do you yeah. balance that yeah. on the there weekends? There are activities. There. Yeah. Well, it's less activities. And I think back uh, to what we were involved with with the kids were younger, yeah. um, sports and, and scouts and all kinds of things that just took you out for big chunks of time. Yeah. I look back now and I'm like, oh, I don't have to do that. <laughs> I can I can spend most of a morning, get back, and someone who remains nameless in the other room is probably not even out of bed yet. I mean, that's what teenagers do. So uh, unless she had to work and that was different. But my, my point is, is uh, somebody you, you and I both know, my training partner, Mike, his kids are really, really young. Yeah. And so it's a it's a balancing act. How much time can I spend at the gym and not take away from being at home and their activities? And his his wife uh, trains a lot as well. So it's it's, you know, back and forth. I'm I'm very fortunate. I think that's where you see my training really begin to take off was exactly what you pointed out is as those responsibilities lessen, it allowed me to do this a little bit more. Is there a reason why you haven't outfitted your home gym? A lot of masters athletes that work full time, they will have a home Good. gym, right? Yeah. So um, is it because of your proximity to the gym or is it you just feel more comfortable training at a gym than uh, taking up space in the garage? I, yes. You got to You got to There's a lot of factors in building I, a garage gym, but there's a lot of factors. Yeah. Yeah, garage. It's a it's a garage. It's a one bay of a garage. Ah. So it it can be done. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. Uh, and I retrofitted as much as I could during the pandemic yep. when we didn't have access to a lot, but you missed things. And that was a decent weather time. You know, it was springtime, so it was whatever needed to spill outside in the driveway worked. I proximity. You know, I'm I'm, I'm loyal to the place that I've been a member at for a long, long time. It's about six minutes away, so I don't have an excuse. And there are a lot of members at our gym to drive a lot further. So no excuse, get in the car, get there, and everything is there for you. Why wouldn't you want to take advantage of that? Yeah, I, so, I'll, I'll tell you this, that uh, we are um, in the process of, of, of purchasing a house. And we'll talk about this in the future of mm-hmm. not not being full time in an RV, um, still traveling, but but having a bit of a home base. And <laughs> part of the home search radius on Zillow was proximity to the gym that I plan on training at. And as silly as that is, it, it actually because it's such a big part <laughs> yeah, of my I life. Don't, it, I don't doubt it. You know, right now I'm seven minutes away, and you're right. It's seven minutes is just like perfect. Yeah, perfect. Do I even? Do I even today? Do I even want to get the Concept Two bike out of my space here in the RV? In it's cold outside. Do I even want to do that, or do I just drive to the gym in seven minutes? And today I chose to do the biking here, but it was a toss up because that's a 15 minute round trip, and that's just you know, it's it's just easy to do that. So. You're proximity. inside and it's just something there. Yep. Yeah, proximity. I think that's what a lot of people look look for. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I I can't say that. It's that is a factor. Yeah. But as we know with the community at large, people have come to gyms because they want to see friends and they want to be part of a group and they want to train together. And it's that camaraderie that's hard to replicate in a garage with a couple of neighbors coming over. And so it's more important to go to where you are feel very comfortable and you like the coaches and, and um, can 
respect what they're doing as a gym, you'll drive maybe a little further if you have a comfortable place to go to. I'm just very fortunate. To optimize your life and your time, because you you have X amount of hours in a day, certain amount of hours to train, mm -hmm. certain amount of hours to, to work um, and, and be with your family. Do you do meal prep? Do you do, you know, what are some ways that you make your life more efficient in order to, to, to manage all of this at once? Yeah, probably 50% is meal prep. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I love the grill. I will get as much out there on the grill. Those those terrible things that you call vegetables, they'll be grilled. All the <laughs> proteins, they'll be grilled. And then I just supplement the day of with what I need to. But yeah, I mean, especially when the weather is better. Yeah. Uh, that That's a weekend yeah. or an after work evening if I have everything. I've just been to the store. Uh, because then it allows me to come back home, grab, reheat, and go. Make it really easy, quick, and efficient. Uh, so sure. Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, we're not cooking for everybody. There are just fewer mouths in the house to feed now. Right. Everybody's situation is different. So here it's it's much easier to just get what you need and, and get it done. So we're so, thinking um, again, when, when your last one heads off to college and, uh, and, and you're completely empty nested, are you just going to oh, dominate CrossFit? I mean, are you just, that's it. Look out. That's probably when the body breaks down, right? When that, <laughs> that's not be, that is absolutely not no, going to happen. No, no, no. You're, it's not, not going to happen. You're the, one of the smartest that's athletes I know. I'll dive into so. coaching. <laughs> I'll dive, I'll be a, a gym owner if he's listening. That's when I'll really dedicate myself to coaching. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I'm all that time. That time. Um, so. Well, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Now, uh, I think last question is, um, you know, when when you do get vacations, when you head out with the family, um, you know, take time. Do you take time off from the gym? Do you take time off from, we take time off from work. Do you take time off from the gym or do you do hotel workouts? Do you do all that kind of stuff? I, uh, all of the above. All of the above. Okay. <laughs> it depends. I have taken time off completely. Yeah. I have sought out affiliates to do open workouts in far flung, far flung places. Um, I have adapted and done hotel workouts. Yeah. I have adapted and done, um, you know, run outside on the street, outside a hotel or a Airbnb on a beach or something. Um, and then I've just also been just as lazy as a slug. <laughs> it depends. It really depends what's going on. I, you know, I have, I, I can re distinctly remember leaving for a trip one time and luckily a qualifier. And I remember this, it was, um, it was Granite Games in 2018 and the qualifier, luckily I got done the day before, or I'd have been fretting after we land, where do I need to go? How do I get a last qualifier done? Reach out to the gym and, and, you know, record and, just I, those are the things like you you're worried about proximity to where you're looking on a, yes. on a home search yeah of course yeah. anytime you travel yeah it's a, it's 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 a it's a it's a sickness it's a sickness that we <laughs> it love, is I, but, I was just thinking that I'm it's serious it's an obsession it is i guarantee yeah it's a it's a mental illness it's an obsession but we it's love an it obsession. yeah and it's it's yeah it's just part of our lifestyle like we i know that for you i know it is. For me, that's the important thing to remember it's lifestyle yeah. I wouldn't want it any other way. And uh, yeah, I, no. I have done 150 burpees on the beach with my kids. Um, I've done that. Yeah. You know, and um, I mean, I've, I've traveled a lot and I've, you know, I'm, my sons are excited actually, because when we get a house, I'll probably do, be doing half of my workouts at home in the garage. And my old who's mm -hmm. 10, he just can't wait because then we'll get to do lots more workouts together. And that also makes it for really special. Yeah, that you're looking forward to. At it. some point, we'll talk about, you know, what, you know, how to, I don't, I want to have a discussion about how to raise healthy kids and how does CrossFit play into that? Because it can be uh, interesting and oh, do they yeah. do gymnastics or oh. do they do wrestling or do they do football or do we do CrossFit or how, how do we make, how do we raise great kids when 
the value of team sports, the, value, the team value, sport. value of individual yeah. sports, balance, training. I mean, yeah, there's a, think about Kevin Kester last week. He, he laid out a resume for CrossFit success. He was a gymnast, a, an elite level gymnast as a child. And then he was a wrestler right. and a football player and a track athlete in high school. You, that lays down, mm -hmm. the, you could at 20 with that resume, you can win the CrossFit games. I mean, he just, he was, it was built Correct. into him. Once you learn the, spe the specific uh, nature, the specifics of our sport, yep. the foundation is already there. And oh. that's a foundation that he had. Yeah, and I, I said that on the podcast with you, yep. you know, that week. I didn't have a gymnastics background right. or anything like that. I mean, I didn't have a wrestling background. Um, but we all start at different places. Yep. But with kids, uh, not, not, not forcing them into something is going to be a part of a discussion right. too. It's, it's right. where do their interests take them? Yes. But you demonstrating a healthy lifestyle for like your boys, um, you don't have to do much other than demonstrate that lifestyle, I think, because they're, they're watching, they're picking it up yes. and they're trying to, to follow. Uh, you, you just want them to be doing that when they're 14, <laughs> yeah. 16, yeah, yeah, yeah. 18. Yeah. If they wanted to, if, you know, when there's a lot of other distractions habits. in there. Lots right? of distractions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're built anything like me, you know, there's, um, there's addiction in their DNA. So let's try to, let's try to encourage that addiction into passion, into things they in, love that right. have healthy outcomes, obviously, obviously. So correct. Oh, well, that's, correct. A, that's a future discussion. Another future discussion that I want to talk with you about. So we're just going to seed sure. these into our future is it's just this idea that, so if Kevin Kester, you know, he had a gymnastics background, so he's great at the gymnastics movements. He's good at everything, but he's really good at gymnastics. I have a bit of a gymnastics background. How as masters athletes, that without gymnastics backgrounds, how do you develop the gymnastics skills? That's a future topic for us because Great. I pick because I pick those up easily. But you it had was to work not on me. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. And we can flip that I around. I did not have that background. Like I had no weightlifting background, so mm -hmm. like I had to watch YouTube videos on mm -hmm. how to squat clean and snatch and power clean. I didn't understand those at all. So we'll we'll talk about that in the future. But um, thanks for sharing mm -hmm. about that. I was really curious about the nine to five sure. world, and I I consider myself having a full time job. It just happens sure. to blend with crossfit and and entrepreneurship so it's all messy like i can Absolutely. do whatever i want whenever i want to yeah. do it i just have very significant obligations and timelines to hit uh, it's like i, I got to do a whole bunch of do it yourself at your own pace work that um mm -hmm. may or may not be more stressful than just you know having a job so but it is what it is um no there are there are weeks when meetings start and i kick off the meeting <laughs> i can't be yeah. hanging out at the gym right. when i mean i have a friend uh, that you uh, know i get tapped on the shoulder rick are you out there <laughs> you want to start yeah. and i'm like radio silence I have a uh, i'm here i have a friend that uh uh, he traveled and, and came and visited me in, in uh, Louisiana. He trained with me for a week, but he, and he had conference calls and they just ran on his laptop while he was training and doing stuff. He'd pop over. Okay. I'm not going to say who that is, but he's listening yeah, now yeah. and he knows yes. who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Rick, that was fun. Let's jump in really yeah, quick. Let's finish this off yeah. with our tips sure. and tricks of the week. I've got mine. Do you have yours? Okay. I have mine right here. Yes fire away uh it is it is uh i better hold this up here the loco it is oh, a therapy gun there here. it is now all right uh, I, only reason i'm picking this is because i bought this off of amazon i did not sink a ton of money into it but this is one of those products where i didn't feel there was that much difference and after having this for a few years it, you know the quality is fine yeah. and i you know we're not sponsored by anybody that's going to say, oh, you need to go top of the line or some of the name brands. You know, for what you get with the attachments, the battery life is excellent. Uh, it takes care of exactly what you need and you don't have to um, you know, drop a significantly larger amount of money on, uh, I can't even think of some of the bigger brands yeah. out there. So um, 
I'll give you, I'll send you the link yep. if you want to. We'll put a, we'll link. put the link in the in yeah. the show notes on that one. Yep. Um, I did the same thing with a with an Amazon brand one or an Amazon purchase. I had not used the therapy mm-hmm. gun until a friend let me borrow his for one minute, and I was like, I immediately, mm-hmm. I mean, like while he was massaging, I was massaging my hip with one hand. On the other hand, I was ordering from yeah, Amazon at the same time. Phone. Oh, immediately. <laughs> yeah. How have I not done this? What I haven't done is taken that to the office. <laughs> that would one garner a lot of attention. Yes, but two, I sit so much. Why not have oh. it in the my hip on my it's always giving me problems or my shoulder or something like that i was gonna say on long drives when we're uh when we're hauling the rv for 10 or 12 hours or eight hours or six hours i've got my massage gun next to me and i i work my legs i'll work my chest um Mm -hmm. i'll work everything i can reach Mm -hmm. while safely driving because i drive the truck i got to keep my hands on the wheel Um, yeah all right my that's safe good use my pick of the week what's yours is um Vitamin D3. It's a, uh, I, I actually just, let's see if I can get this in the camera here. Um, there it is. So yep. vitamin D3. Uh, this is, again, uh, not not sponsored in any way, uh, but I grabbed these vitamin D3 pills. Um, they're they're uh, 2000 IU. Vitamin D, you have to be careful. You don't want to overdo vitamin D. Uh, too much is not a good thing. Not enough is not a good thing. So um, you can get your blood tested to find out if you have enough vitamin D. If you're deficient, you can take like some larger doses, five and 10,000 to get your levels up. But then a maintenance level uh, is around 2000. Double check with with your own numbers on okay. this. Uh, but I have taken these. This was $8 for this is uh, 240 soft gels. This is a single daily <laughs> amount. Um, I got an Amazon now formula vitamin D3. These are soft gels, which are the preferred vitamin D as opposed to a powdered uh, pill version. You want the soft gels Again, 2000 IUs. Easier absorption? Easier absorption. Um, you okay. don't just, um, it doesn't just flow through your system. It's it's easy absorption. And did you know that over the age of 35, master's, le- master's ages, we do not produce mm-hmm. vitamin D from the sun nearly at the same rate as we did when we were young. So, <laughs> Great. I mean, as I, so we're out there, we always say like, hey, yeah. I'm doing zone two in the sun to get my vitamin D. Well, that's just, it's cute to God. say that, but we're actually not producing yeah. uh, hardly any vitamin D. And you could get natural vitamin D, um, particularly when you live uh, near the coast, um, more coastal uh, environments have more vitamin D in the food that that you eat out there. But those of us that live in the center landlocked states, man, we're just, we're just, we tend to be deficient in this. So, um, so when you live in the cloud capital of the United States, we get zero. If if you're not taking magnesium and, uh, and, and vitamin D, Rick, you are just you're a dead man walking. I've got, um, got all my supplements I know. over there. I better check everything. <laughs> you're good. Double check. I know you're, you. I know you have your thirdsy bag right there. Um, God, so I, yeah, I do. I do. There. Uh, so yeah, that's a simple one. I'll put this one. And again, good, I, vitamin D. I just ran out yesterday. And while I was taking my vitamin D in the morning, I was literally on Amazon on my phone reordering. And I couldn't believe <laughs> that it was 240 soft gels for $8. Like that's unbelievable, right? Um, okay. Done. $8. Yep. That's what I have, Rick. You got anything Excellent. else for tonight? Nope. Uh, it's good to talk to you. I mean, we always. covered a lot. So, uh, looking forward to our discussion next week, too. It's uh, Turn the tables. And, and you and I have talked now for quite a long time about competition yep. and how to prepare. And we kind of, I don't want to say take it for granted, but we're used to it. Yes. And here's, and it, here's it'll be a good conversation to have with someone who, okay, this is outside of their comfort zone, yeah. probably. And how are we... How are we leaning into this opportunity? It's great. So. I think, you know, I think uh, the, the sport of CrossFit says, you know, 
uh, well, the end of the hundred words of fitness is is play sports or do new things, something like that. But I think doing things that scare yeah. you are are health promoting. So entering a large competition, Absolutely. whether it's your first one or your tenth one, it's a scary thing. And uh, I can't wait to have Lindsay on next week to chat about that. Uh, for now, Rick, I'll say to you and to um, of course all of our guests, thanks for tuning in to the Masters in Motion podcast. If you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. If you are watching on YouTube, it would be the time to click the like button and subscribe button. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our master's community. Until next time, get bolder, not older. We'll see ya.